Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening? Hey, Cash, let's not linger. Let's go ahead and tell the people what we about, and then let's tell them what they what they in for today. So, Oh, for sure, man. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, podcast about music, sports, and the life, the culture, everything that's self-explanatory. What we getting in today... Happy MLK Day. We're going to touch on a little bit with that. We also got some music and sports for you. And music, we're just going to touch on some of the things we've been listening to. I've been listening to some R&B this week. Prez has been on his hip-hop stuff. So he's going to discuss with you what he has and what I have. I think we got some great put-ons for you. We also got some sports. NBA in five minutes is not going to take five minutes today. It's definitely all about the Harden trade. So we'll deep dive that. We'll deep dive Kyrie. And we'll give you a little bit of trinkets with the NBA as far as what happened this week. Last but not least, we had a great divisional round weekend, and we're going to yeah. be breaking down all those games. We're going to be breaking down the conference championship and who we got going to the Super Bowl. I think that's about it, President. Got it. That's, that sounds about it to me. Let's get it. All right. Starting at today, we're going life, sports, music. Which one we getting into first? Hey man, we got to start off with Happy MLK Day, Happy Birthday uh, to Martin Luther King Jr. This is uh, you know, this would have been his ninety second, ninety third birthday, uh, I believe. So man, um, just what's going on in the world, brother? I've been just taking it all in. Actually, we're recording this on MLK Day as far as the observed holidays. So a lot of emotions been kind of I've been going through it this weekend as I've been watching movies that kind of brought a lot of the things that he was fighting for yeah. back up. So, man, uh, how do you feel? Like, Martin Luther King Day, I mean, as we was growing up, we was taught one way. As you gone through life, you didn't experience certain things. You done went certain places. And you it, it kind of affects you totally different than you had as a kid, learning about all his accolades and what, what the book said he did. But, like, as you done learn from the people and the, the people who was around uh, during that time frame and what they had to experience. What, how do you look at it different now than you did, let's say, 10 years ago, 20 years ago? I think over the course of the last couple of years or in my adulthood, I've really found out how um, how much he was flawed. To be honest with you, that has opened my eyes up. And as you grow as a man, um, you kind of learn that even the most righteous human beings have flaws. But overall, what he did for us that severely outweighs it. But I think that's one of the things that I learned. And I know that's probably not what you were thinking I was going to say, but for me, it was just like, okay, man, uh, you know, he did not walk on water. However, he did things for us that you, you can't even imagine that you'd be able to withstand, you know what I mean? The, the, the constant death threats, um, you know, just being spat on, like it's just all the things that he had to go through to get to where he wanted us to be. It, yeah. I just, you know, I, the fact that we still going through a lot of the different things that he fought for today I and mean, it will be tomorrow and next year we'll have the same conversation. It just kept replaying in my brain, man, how, how far we are from what he actually wanted and, and fulfilling his dream. 
Yeah, and we know like portions of the dream has been fulfilled, you know, the integration and everything that came about, but the overall just elimination of the racism and the and the talks, obviously that's still going on. I think the spotlight was shined on that big time last year. And as we continue to go in 2021, the stuff that the new president saying, uh, uh, Joe Biden saying that we he got to like still hit on, the, the struggle is still there and we still got a long ways to go. As you saying, for the man, yeah, every man, you're going to have some type of flaws and stuff like this, but you got to look at the overall bigger message. What, what was his intent? And then what was the intent of the people around him? And did they achieve that goal? And I, I will say, like, that they did they did uh, accomplish that. I would say, like, just looking back on it, too, though, uh, <laughs> the, the fact that we celebrate this holiday and they acknowledge it, uh, but at the same time, we still don't know all the ins and outs of what really went wrong, like who killed them, and you know how the, the, the conspiracies are still, the government was involved in everything like this. So I, I still feel kind of jaded some type of ways when everybody is shooting out, like, oh, man, Martin Luther King and stuff like this, especially, like, if in your hometown, I come from Mobile, Alabama, people. Uh, Hank Aaron was, uh, that's where he's from. So they try to name everything after him in, in the city and stuff like this. But he's still kind of a little bit distant from the city because he still remembers how they, how they, treated him. And I'm saying like a lot of these people, you saying he would have been 90 and stuff. Some of these people was around and, and going through it. And I feel like some of those people who was on the other side could come out and talk more than they usually do than the people who was on uh, just his side. And that's, that has to do with a lot of those senators and stuff like they was around Joe Biden. Like you, you was around, tell tell the true side of the story on these type of things. Get open up saying, Hey, the world has changed. I was, uh, we was over here. We experienced something similar like this, just reminding the uh, people of that and just how stuff can, if you don't, actively go for change and try to enact change daily uh, in your lifestyle, how it can easily just creep right back up on you and you're back in that same little space. So uh, that's that's what I want to say. I know that went a little bit long, but I want to say my piece on that. That's where I come from. On oh, no, nah, man, I think I think you covered it excellently. And, uh, you know, kind of what I was talking about earlier is like we were watching a, a few movies and I think these movies came out purposely around this time headed into Black History Month. And the movies I'm talking about is One Night in Miami with Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, uh, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, as you all know. And also we had uh, Jim Brown. They were starring in that. And they were just talking about they were in a hotel meeting with Malcolm X, you know, in Miami and just having a, con a conversation. You just got to see, watch the movie. And even though it was about Malcolm X, I still can correlate it back to Martin Luther King Jr. Like, you see the speeches. You see the... That's what you constantly see every year or just anytime he's talked about, but you don't see the multi-layered man in the conversations. Like if you could be a fly on the wall, like that conversation and then shout out to Regina King, which that dialogue in that movie was just blowing my mind about some of the things that they were discussing. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, but no, I haven't watched that man, one yet. I uh, watched, uh, I, I, I'll get on the one I watched later, but go but ahead. Yeah, so, up. but, uh, yeah, one night in Miami, just off the dialogue alone. And again, um, uh, Producer, director, Regina Kane did a thing in bringing that particular story uh, to light in which I had no idea about. So that was a great one. Um, the one I think you saw was American Skin, right? No, the, I didn't see that one. I seen oh, okay. the Outside the Wire. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one with Anthony Mackie. It was more the action film that was going on. I thought that was pretty good. I mean, we had two black lead roles up in there. Uh, and I think that's a, it's, it's, 
it's by design. Hollywood know what they're doing. After we came out and showed out for Black Panther and they realized how much money they can get, we're going to get these type of movies, it seems like, every year. But I don't want it to stop and just come in January and February. Sprinkle these throughout the year. We hear, we hear, we support. As y'all can see, we just supported things throughout the whole time frame, man. These people are great actors. We're not the only ones actually talking about that uh anthony mackie and i don't know who the other guy was but he was franklin it was franklin franklin from snowfall oh, Look. Man, I, gotta, I gotta catch that <laughs> listen you people <laughs> go 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 watch outside the wire it's sci-fi-ish and i didn't think i was gonna like it again this has nothing to do with mlk day i just want to say it was a good movie but franklin he's out of here he's left us uh snowfall <laughs> fans he's he's a full-blown movie star after watching this yeah. it's, even if this this isn't your cup of tea this is one of one of the ones I was surprised with, and I needed this to break up the monotony with the American skin, which was heavy in terms of, again, dialogue. And, Prez, when you watch that, I guarantee you're going to call me back okay. as soon as it's done because it's just phenomenal. Even the the biggest of critics that I know that, I, that watch movies and always have something negative to say about the movies that everybody is talking about. Yeah, they love this movie. So. Like somebody talked negative about the outside the wire, like before I was getting a chance to see it. So I kind of like, even for the stuff I was gonna watch, I put it off till pretty much it was Sunday. Sunday afternoon is like when I started watching it. Instead of watching it right when it dropped on a Friday night or whatever, because somebody was like, ah, it's just okay. I was like, oh, okay, man, I ain't yeah, trying to get too powerful. Man, speeches. they crazy, man. Like the movie was good. I was like, I don't know what these people. I'm going to be my own critic from here on out. I'm not going to listen to other people, especially if it's dropping how we want it to drop on Netflix, on uh, Amazon. Yeah. Like, it's it's out there. It's just on our streaming service. We have these services. Just go out there and watch it. And you be the judge of your, judge for yourself, man. I just, well, we know it. People love to hate. We, we experience that. Like, yeah, yeah. As soon as you put out something, a negative hot take or a negative headline, they're going to eat it up. So, your negative take is going to make me watch it. So keep on doing it. It's it's working. It's it's definitely working. But go check out Outside the Wire, American Skin, phenomenal. Uh, One Night in Miami, phenomenal. Um, both of, not both of those, uh, the latter two that I was talking about, One Night in Miami and American Skin, both produced and directed by African Americans. Yep. So. I mean, so that ties up the MLK portion, but I do want to go out there. Like, I don't know if you've seen during the games this week, Netflix dropped like uh, uh, they had a commercial out there where they said they dropped a new movie every week this year. I was like, man, they've been working while the pandemic was, (laughs) uh, you know, while the pan, everybody thought the movie game sold was sold up and shut down. Nah, people figured it out after a month or two, and you know, everybody started you know, practicing whatever they needed to practice to be in the same studio. And they, they figured it out, man, you know, so I'm interested to see what comes. Some of the stuff I saw look promising. Uh, so. I, I think I like the, the Taylor back movies that they got. I mean, like even the outside the wire, like it wasn't, I like that type of action film that I think the big fast and the furious film, like those are nice, but I mean, I think like everything was trying to reach those levels and having the more budget, Budget friendly and it's, like, and it's, it's it's a little bit that better. Mean, that I mean, like but it. with this forces, I think the pandemic forces dialogue to be better. Yeah, it, it forces it because now you can't rely on the big bang and boom and all the CGI. Now you got to focus on the actual content, and if the content don't bang, then we ain't gonna watch it. Period. Yeah. So uh, a lot of good stuff. Amazon Prime also did the same thing. 
HBO Max did the same thing. So everybody's rolling out their lineup for 2021. And I think uh, Denzel's supposed to drop a movie on yes, like HBO yes, Max yep, pretty yep, soon, right? Yep. Man, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's going to be a good it's year. It's going to be a it's good all, year, man. I mean, sit it's my, already starting off a little bit better. Sit you know, my ass on the couch. Hey, anyway, <laughs> sit, right? hey, the epitome of what the, the name of the podcast is. Don't sleep on the couch. I'll be there very often <laughs> trying to watch all the movies and stuff yeah. that I'm des- uh, destined to come out here. Is shortly, man. But with that said, man, um, that kind of wraps up our MLK segment. Go check those movies out. Definitely, it's a day on, not a day off. So, you know, find something that you can do today, tomorrow, the rest of this month, heading into Black History Month, which you will be inundated with a lot of information from us because we got something special coming for Black History Month. So let, let's move on to sports, man. Let's, let's get into some sports. Okay, man. we're jumping straight through the sports first day, huh? Hey, before we go into sports, though, man. I don't know if y'all checked it out. Cash delivered heavily on uh, his Patreon, the the intro videos that he did. Man, I thought it was very clean what he was doing. But uh, I I just want to take this time to thank all our Patreon supporters uh, who's been with us for a while now. If y'all want, if anybody else want to be a Patreon supporter, you can go to what is the it's uh, patreon.com forward slash DSC underscore podcast. That's Patreon P A T R E O N dot com forward slash ESC underscore podcast. And we got three tiers. We got a $3, a $5 and a $10 tier where you can donate. Each one of them has their own set of perks. $3 get you a shout out. $5 get you uh, you early early access access to everything. It's a countless other thing. The top tier, man, we had some stuff set up where you create your own segment. Everybody wasn't really like, you know, diving into it. So we revamped it a little bit and we're going to try to make sure that we hit up like a Zoom meeting and we're going to send out those dates and we're going to get truck try to project them out at least for three months in advance. We could probably gonna be like the third, uh, I think we said the third Saturday yeah. in every month is where we're going to go for on that. So and we, we haven't even been using it to the best of its ability. So we got a lot of things coming. We're going to start letting you guys know, Hey, if we get to $300 a month that we're making from Patreon, now we're going to start hiring outside folks. We may have somebody come here to start taking pictures, take some more promo, also, uh, we may get editors so that we can get more content out to you in a timely manner. If you didn't know, this is all off the strength of President work <laughs> behind the scenes. So, uh, you know, a lot of it we brought with our own money, but a lot of it you guys are helping to recoup over the course of the last, well, we started this in April of 2020, yeah. I think. So everything that you guys sent oh. to us, we definitely, I don't even think we We've saved too much of it. We, it's going right it's back. It's going out. right back into it's it. It's going right back into it. It's like been going right back into it. We know we're eventually going to get there, but it's a lot of stuff, and we still got ideas and stuff that we want to do. Uh, and but I tell you what, man. Thank you for the people who's actually been supporting. We got to be up a lot of late nights trying to get it out, man. But it's like people believe in us and they've been believing in us for uh, about a year now. And yeah. want to give those names a shout out again, man. We got Tate. It's my boy Blue. We got Marty. Silent partner. Take that, take that, take that. Uh, we got Quay Quay. Pop, lock, and drop it. <laughs> got finally got you some Quay. Yes, yes. <laughs> we got uh Errol Jackson. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Who? Yeah, we got Bird. Birdman. We got Ryan. Jack Ryan, that's my boy. I'll let you, man. We got Mum Well over in Texas. Mo money, mo money, mo money. Uh, we got Jared. Lil J on the track. Yeah, we got Kazer. Kazer Kush, and we smoke that. Can't say that. Can't say that. <laughs> we, we, 
got we got tires. Oh, uh, is that Oakland Zone? That's Oakland Zone. That's right Oakland there. Zone. Too short in the flesh. Yeah, we got Rodney. Oh, Rodney Jenkins. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, and then we got Corey. Oh man, the foundation is the man who even gave a dollar before we even had Patreon set up. So shout out to you, brother. And then last but not least, we got a new member, man. Uh, they they joined in like I think was like on this week over the weekend, man. Definitely want to appreciate them, Autry. That's my man. That's my man. Uh, so we gonna call him Mr. Antisocial. He already know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our list of names, man. Definitely want to keep shouting y'all out. Thank y'all for everything that y'all give. We almost up to the point where we're covering all our uh, revolving fees. We got probably like another $10, $15 and we, we reaching there and we covering those revolving yeah. fees. Then everything else truly is going back in to just for upgrades and looking to buy something new to add to the pod. So and right. speaking of upgrades, I, you know, prayers about the upgrade to a camera all yeah. off the strength. Uh, you know, how you watching us right now? Or, you know, if you're listening, it's all it's all coming back. It's all coming back. So in due time, you know, so it's happening. Yep, yep, yep. Because thank you to some donors behind the scenes who, <laughs> who go outside of Patreon that drop some money for us every now and then. That, that right there is like a huge help, too. So whichever way you want to give, you know. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, and then what you said was going sports. Let's go to sports, man. Okay. All right. So, man, um, here, here's the thing, Perez, man. We can go through NBA in five minutes, but that that really don't matter because it, it was a slow week. Slow week. The Knicks are on a two-game win streak. Whatever. Just had to put that out there. <laughs> see, see that back there. You know what I mean? Don't go with none of the decor, but I just had to pull it up for no reason at all. I wanted to talk about it, but now that the, the dust has settled, they have played a game. Harden is now a Brooklyn Net. So I watched this game, man. I don't know if y'all watched this game. Did y'all check it out? Take your time. Go on YouTube. Check out the highlights right now. I think we've been played, people. I think we've been played. <laughs> this man has been practicing with them. He's been practicing them for a while. The ease at which he was just like just uh... linking up with everybody. That type of chemistry don't come on literally the first 48 hours unless they was practicing from the time he got off that plane to that time that game start which didn't happen but they've been planning this for for a minute we we got bamboozled listen man he came out he looked like he was pregnant in houston you know from all the wings and all that but then he got to brooklyn and all of a sudden the man looked like he was pre-covid shape <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't know, man. He he done pulled a fast one on us, but uh, you know he was practicing with that team ahead of time. Hey, I don't know what he was doing, but I know ain't no way you, that your, your flight was that ball. long. Ain't no way your flight was that long where you was like, all right, I done watched three or four games. I I know y'all spots. I know where you're hot at. You know the way you, you had a triple, that, you had a triple, triple double in your first game. Thirty back. points. <laughs> Come on, bro. First on, game bro. out. And then, then the way they was doing it though was such ease. Oh, they look scary. I know nobody else want to say it, and your man LeBron tried to play it off like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, 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 they coming. Yeah. They, it may not be easy because none of these these uh, super teams that get put together, none of it is easy. Like last year was one of the rare times where I saw, well, okay, the Lakers started with Anthony Davis and just kind of took off. Like they never really hit a real lull point, you know what yeah. I mean? But typically in this big three era, you haven't seen it work out super smooth in it initially, but then eventually they write the ship. But listen, man, they got a bunch of killers. 
The only thing that's hold look, you got if with Kyrie come back and if everything oh, is everything. Who? I know he he MI. He, he, he may be the one that messes it up. He might be. <laughs> I, I think Harden, we know, have been practicing oh, with the team. He, 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 he may have made more practices than Kyrie at but, this point. But you know what's holding him <laughs> back, though? At this point, the only thing that's holding him back is the NBA playoffs. That's the only thing that's guard, that can guard him. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dead ass serious. That's the only thing that can hold Harden back. So regardless of what you say about Kyrie and why he's gone and, and all the things that we'll probably get into here later, you you need a second closer because somebody is gonna make KD's life hard. They're not gonna stop him, but he may or may not have two off games to where it's a twenty five point game, but it's not effective. Yeah. You know what I mean? He or if they play the Lakers, LeBron may cancel him out. Now who's next? Well, Harden. Harden. Yeah, but I'm just saying in the playoffs, that's been his only defender. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, he hasn't had huge success in the playoffs. He had success, but not those signature moments that we're all looking for. We can speak to Kyrie's signature moment. We can speak to KD's signature moments in the finals to where he dropped them buckets over your man, LeBron, two times in a row, whatever he was playing he with was the special there. team. Was, you just keep saying like he was there. I mean, yeah. the king. <laughs> but he hit two daggers. But what I'm saying is those guys have signature moments. Harden just doesn't right now. So he will get you through the season. He will get you wins on certain nights that – Everybody doesn't have it going, and he can get you 40. KD can get you 40, but what they did on just that first game alone without Kyrie, who I'm sure is coming back, which all reports said that he's coming back, and he okayed it, and they talked to him as well. So as much as the media would have you think that they didn't, he he really did. So Come on, man. Like, like let's, let's take a time out right there, man. For the people who actually think, like, this team that Kyrie has lost, man, I love buying into the conspiracies and everything. But if Kyrie really wasn't involved with the team or they they wasn't okay with him being away at this point in time, he would have been added to that trade. That was like three or four team trades. Somebody else would have took that off their hands if he really wanted out or he was really in conflict with, with, the, with the Nets like that. And yeah, that's because this, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this has been their vision. This has been their vision the entire time since Harden said he wants to roll. And they've been talking about getting a third superstar the entire time since they got um, KD and Kyrie together. It's been rumblings of that trading Dinwiddie, trading Levert. Like they've always talked about it. So the fact that it's come to fruition shouldn't surprise nobody. The fact that it's James Harden. Is a surprise. That's the only surprise. You know what I mean? Man, what the hell? I still, like, I know we said it last week, but I'm going to say it again. What the hell is Houston, the city in itself, for sports? What is it doing? Deshaun, now uh, uh, with Harden, like, J.J. Why They just want to get rid of all talent. Like, they, they don't care about y'all as fans, man, for real. Y'all better jump ship because, yeah. like, these owners don't want your money. <laughs> so... I mean, we haven't really talked about the Kyrie thing too much uh, outside of surface level. Do you think like some of the, uh, especially the black uh, media has been especially harsh on him? Like In particular, I'm talking about, all right, I'll just throw this out here. Stephen A said he should retire. That was one of Stephen A's things. If he don't want to play ball in... Um, yeah, I was like, what? But Stephen A is a Knicks fan, and he already released how he felt about Kyrie and KD going, not coming to the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, with them going to the uh, Nets versus all that. So I think that's a lot of his. You know, that's that's him. That's Stephen A. That's how he really feels. Like, well, I don't care about you anyway. That's 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 what's really going on on there. I don't think he should retire, man. It's just like. 
he talked different to the media than most people. Like we seen last week, uh, what's the old boy? But you know, the way he approached the media and everything, uh, this past week where he proposed the questions back to them, like, man, that was a good way to flip it after the constantly getting asked about black lives matter, getting asked about all that stuff. And then now, you know, he acts totally different. He just shut down. and like, I ain't talking to y'all and they feel some type of way from it. And, but what kills me is like, they feel a type of way about Kyrie, but we love Marshawn Lynch. Who practically does the same thing? <laughs> like, what's what's yeah, the difference? Yeah, here? it's like, funny. It's funny when he does it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think he did it. He he stuck to it. Like the Angelo, the Angelo, yeah, the Angelo Russell. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. But yeah, so he he stuck to it. And then like as I was kind of going through it and thinking like, yo, sometimes we do say the wildest shit. Like we said, you throw out the wildest headline or hot take, and now you get traction. But I think in Stephen A's case, you don't need to do all that. You don't need to do that. I just read an article that he bought um, George Floyd's family a house. Kyrie. Kyrie did, man. That's what's up. That got pub on SportsCenter.com. I was watching it. I think it came up on my Twitter or Facebook. I can't remember. But it just it just came up in this, came up as we were coming upstairs to start the pod. And then I'm thinking like, damn. So they do touch on that in the media. But of course, it's not as much as him not being available. And supposedly the reason he's out is due to feeling some type of way about what happened at the Capitol and just society at large. My question to you is, do we, do we uh, dehumanize athletes? Like, do we just say, all right, motherfucker, you make $30 million a year, suck it up, buttercup, go to work. I got to go to work. Do we like compare and contrast a regular person like you and I and think that these guys aren't human. Like, where where does the line I, get I, drawn with what's happening today in today's society versus a guy saying, you know what, I need a mental health break. I'm out. Yeah, and I think that's what we do. We do detach ourselves from it because we always like right now us being just regular people and you're making the money that we make. We we all still got that dream, man. What you gonna do when you get rich? What you gonna do? But as Biggie always said, more money, more problems as it comes along and stuff like this. So. Uh, People, it's always going to be something in your, uh, it's always going to be a microphone in your face trying to catch your feelings. And then when you say, oh, he's acting weird, that's that's how they try to label you as to get you up out of the way on all this stuff. And they want you to say exactly what what they want to hear. And then when they, when they don't hear that from you, that's when they want to attack you and attack your character. And... These are regular people. At the end of the day, man, he came up for, like, he was a nobody at certain, at, at certain time. And now he's every day had to deal with this, but he still goes through the same struggles. He's still trying to find somebody to settle down with. He's still trying to make his family work out there. He still had the struggles of cousins, uh, aunties who still going through their different struggles and, 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 he want to help out with all those or he got to make sure that he's constantly saying the right thing and, and on the right side of those movements, which is never going to be, uh, there is never a right side. I mean, just, just to be honest, no matter what you do, somebody is always on the other side of that and don't think that you should be involved yeah. or don't care that you're involved. And they, they only there for the basketball. They only want you to win the chip for Brooklyn. No matter what else going on, they want you to block that out. And it, it's, it's impossible to, and that's what people don't grasp and still ain't grasping in this day that you can't kind of you can't shut that stuff out. That is the same life that they're living. They wake up, see the same news you see. They wake up and, and walk these same streets that you walk. You know, what I mean, they, their houses may be different, 
but that don't absolve them for uh, from everything that's going on in our society. Right, right. And then long gone are the days of, you know, just focus on the game. You're just an athlete. You're just this. That's long gone are those days. So you can't continue to say block out all all these other things. Remember, Kyrie was one of the guys that did not want to go back to the bubble. And it wasn't because of the Nets record. It was just simply because he felt like we can make a bigger stance by not going back to play at all and focus on doing what we need to do in these communities and stuff like that. Of course, the NBA did not do that. They figured, hey, it'd be good if we give people the games and something to look forward to. And um, you remember the uh, Players Union, LeBron, uh, CP3, Melo, and everybody else kind of got on the line with Obama just kind of getting some advice on what to do. So, you know, they made the decision, and I don't knock it regardless of how the decision went, but I'm just saying that gets you into the psyche of what Kyrie held first, like first and foremost. So I think, like, sometimes, man, we just don't give that whole person concept to these guys, specifically the guys that really want to do things better. Like, of course we got to – there's a way to handle it. Now, like, here's the, here's the conundrum I have, right? So now you have Kyrie doing this, right, With, as far as – uh, Michael Floyd home and all the countless other donations he'd done. But you also at a party for a family member or whoever it was massless. You know what I mean? When the NBA has such stringent, you know, parameters on um, COVID protocol and you sign, you sign that, you know what I mean? So you got to be held accountable for those. And then the games that you've missed, not really, you're saying that you need the time, but not really being transparent with the team in the time that you need. You know what I mean? There's ways to go about this on some grown man business. And sometimes I think that, yo, he he is a grown ass man. If you want us to respect you as such, then you got to be more forthcoming. Like if it is that you need to take that time off for mental health reasons, for things that are going on in society, it's just gotten to be too much. Tell your team that. And they will continue to protect you because Brooklyn has been kind of good about how they haven't thrown them under the bus, even though they, they could have. Or they could be working a trade to get them out of there. Who knows what's going to happen? But what I'm saying is, like, I like how they've been handling it as an organization. Because this could have got way uglier than it already is. I mean, I got to backtrack a little bit because it did have something to do with the record. I, I like what you said and everything. But I, I think that Brooklyn record not going to the bubble, that that, that has something to do with it. I only going to let you pass completely on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they they And, you know, he just had been coming off an injury. So, what? You know, they yeah. would they made the they were in the playoffs. Yeah, and I I, th- I think the media man like or us as fans like we be asking too much of the person uh, who's on the team because we know how much they make and their pay and everything. But I think we kind of need to flip it at this point. Like we've been getting played, and everybody feels like we get. Pl- I feel like we get played by these companies and these owners and everything. Tell them to open up their books, man. What does the owners make? What have they gave back? What are they giving back? Like they they work it into the contracts. The active, the, like actively, what are they yeah, doing? Not they, just they, they work it into the contracts and all this stuff, and it's off the money that the NBA make. But we let what, what's in your pockets? Because we you're constantly telling on this athlete, and you have y'all can work the media and have us question this athlete. But what are you really doing on a constant? Open up that. Tell us about that. Where's your money going on all this stuff? If not, fans, we got to fall back on all this stuff, too. Like like I said, like these are human beings and everything as you go. I know you want your team to win. I know that's that's the, that's above all else. But as you've seen, the team is really focused on that, getting, still being active, making trades. They're on that move, too. But uh, get, get, get the players some time. Give them, give them some time. 
Unless it's PG, then don't give him no time. Then. <laughs> Speaking of, he's been playing lights out though, man. But yeah. anyway, but anyway, yeah. But that's that's just it, man. And when these guys get back on the court, uh, it, it's gonna be scary. So M- NBA, watch out. But let's let's transition, man. That that was hot and heavy topic. Uh, hope you guys got something out of that. Let us know what you think in the comments. If you're listening to this. Go rate us five stars. If you don't rate us five stars, I'm going to steal my man Bomani line. Might be a hater because I think that we do a damn good job covering this stuff, Press. If I don't say so myself. Got to big yourself up sometime. Yeah, I, I think we do, man. I think we, we're constantly growing, man. Like I said, it's not always about the five stars or like comments. I know a lot of people just listen. We talked to several people this weekend who's just like, yeah, I've been watching y'all. I don't, I don't get no likes. and I don't get no likes on nothing at all on YouTube or the streaming services and stuff like this. I was like, well... Can you at least spread the word? Can you at least tell your friend, like, hey, hey, this is what I've been listening to. Check these people out, man. If you want some sports, music, life, like, they, they're pretty good, man. For sure, for sure, man. But with that said, excellent segue. If you're watching this at this point, make sure you like, subscribe, set that damn alert so that we don't have to alert you. As soon as it uploads, it'll come right to your phone. It'll come right to your phone. But let's get into the, the, the Cinderella of this weekend, man. That was the divisional round of the NFL oh, playoffs. Yeah, and boy, did game. we have some good-ass games. Some good games, Some good-ass games. Where, where you want to start, man? Who do you want to talk about first? This, this is one where we got to open up, man. We got to go everywhere, man. Well, this is all we got left. Man, we I went was, down to the final hours here. I was hoping that a certain team lost just so I can get out of my contractually obligated bet that I made and continue to back them. So let's start there. Hey man, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they look pretty good. Tom Brady still still doing his thing, man. I, I they lost twice to the Saints, and I, I never lost faith. I thought they were gonna come back and win, and sure enough, that's what they did. Uh, he got weapons out there. He got a ton of weapons. The defense, man, they picking up right where they need to. They ain't doing a lot, but they doing enough. You know what I mean? And w- as long as they doing enough, and that that offensive line, man, they was they looked like they was playing dirty uh, yesterday in that game against the Saints, man. They was throwing people. People on the ground, you had a lot of people in in, in their faces and everything, but they was keeping uh, Tom Brady, you know, upright man most of the game. So, and he was able to just carve him away with all those weapons that he got. Man, do they have some weapons too, man? It just kills me. Or turnovers, all by the defense. So, yeah. that was a defensive game, man. Uh, you know, I know they've been kind of off and on as the whole team has been this whole year. I think when you put together these these quote unquote super teams. You, you run into this, the same thing with basketball. Like, this doesn't always work out. But the fact that they're figuring it out and winning at the same time, you got to give kudos to Bruce Aaron and the Tampa Bay Bucks, man. Like, they're, they're doing exactly what they need to do, survive in advance. Yep. Now, Tom Brady didn't play the prettiest of games by no stretch of the imagination. I think him and Drew Bees had about 100 yards apiece going into the third quarter, so they weren't definitely weren't, wasn't light that up. pass by Jameis Winston, man. Let's listen, listen, not if you're gonna talk about all oh, let's talk about all the quarterbacks. Jameis came out there and threw like that little trick play they did and him just throwing it was about 50, 50 yeah. some yards, bro. Just lighting it up, man. Jameis, man, that was that yeah. was nice. In my opinion, there won't even be a quarterback competition next next year. I don't care what they say about how Jameis was before he got there. A year to sit down, watch the game, study film. As good as that that guy was, I I just think he's too much of a talent to not start over Taysom Hill next year. And you, and you mentioned like before we was talking about Jameis, you was mentioning the difficulties that uh, the quarterbacks have. Both of them are older quarterbacks. Yeah. 
Do you think either one of them, like no matter how it is, like they just done? I'm pretty sure. I think the Saints. Yeah, Drew Brees. I, everything I think that was everything that you saw after the game. Uh, him and Tom Brady on the field at the end. Uh, the, the tearful walk off. How he looked at it. You, you just knew that this was it, man. You know, cracked ribs. He's what forty two, forty three. Yeah, uh, you know, well, I think he's one year younger than Brady. So yeah, it's 42. just yeah, it's just, it's just might be time, man. Um, you know, he's not getting any younger. He has a bright future ahead of him in the broadcast booth, who or on anyone's panel that will have him. So I think he'll be able to talk circles around us and, and give us a great insight to the game. Unfortunately, um, you know, I have it written down here, man. I just want to make sure I say this, man. As you and I come to retirement, sometimes it's not always how you vision it. No. happening it's, no, it's not, not always how you vision it it going out and that's all i can replay in my mind i'm sorry i liken some of these things to real life and things that i'm going through and and how i would see it now even though this isn't how he wanted to go out that man gave that city of new orleans some of the best years of them their lives going back to katrina and, and when all they had was just you know football was coming back you know what i mean and the push that they made to get football back in New Orleans and then ultimately winning the Super Bowl for New Orleans in, in which they hadn't won in years. I mean, I still remember the paper bags over your heads. Y'all not too far removed from that. So if anything, and you know, especially the, the Saints fans that's, that was shitting on Breeze and stuff like that, yeah, man, you, you take your chance with Breeze, man. You, you take your chance with him. The same way with Tom Brady. Ain't too many other guys that I wouldn't want in my foxhole as my quarterback if it came down to that fourth quarter and the game's relatively close. Those are two guys I still want, even in their 40s. Yeah. Even in their 40s. So hats off to Drew, man. Excellent career. I, I love watching watching them play, man. It just, uh, I, but I think it's it's over for him. Yeah, and like you saying, man, like, not, no, you got me thinking just like real life, man, just like going through this COVID thing, man, I would have never envisioned this. And like, I ain't got to spend a lot of time with my guys in this last year, handing off the way I want to hand off the the things to it, build them up, like constantly like uh mentor and work with them. I didn't lost all that for the past year. And in the NFL, even when, uh, Brett Favre retired and stuff like this, how he started hopping around for team to team. He wasn't quite ready to let it go, but he had to let it go. And like the, 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 the bounty gate and all that, I, when he was starting getting the hits and laid out and stuff like that, that kind of took effect to him. It's funny. If we're talking about the same team, the saints that actually did it, you know, <laughs> just laying them out. But when it, you, you hope that the best work that you did, is already out there and people are going to still remember you and, and careful the, the love that the and, body and of the work effort yep, yep. that you put into. And that's what people was talking about. I mean, ain't necessarily got to be in the game, but we're talking about in the NFL right now, but in your day to day, man, like you, you never know how it's going to end, what can come up there and change. You want to give your best and all and what everything that you're doing every single day, because like, Hey, hell you, you can be fired next week. But do you have those people on your side that's going to stand up for you and vouch for you to get the next job if that's what you're doing, hopping job to job on, on those things? Like, that yeah. comes off that strength of doing it, doing the best that you can do every single day. You can't worry about, it like, oh, I got this plan for next month or whatever. You may not be.
be there when you don't control your own destiny. And if you're going on for your business, like you, you still got somebody else that you're working for. You're working for the customers. You got to have your ear to the streets and always listen and putting out the best product every single day. You got to have that mentality. So just keep that going. And, and then whenever it's time or whatever, like you still feel like, hey, I can walk away from this because I didn't, I didn't gave them all this and somebody somewhere they're going to remember what I did or what I put out there for this or my name is still etched in stone somewhere in somebody's mind and they're going to keep moving on and living through it. It's some kid out there right now that grew up off Drew Brees that's going to come up here 10 years down the road and say, oh, I, I copied his style completely and, and that's how I, I added something new to it. And that's what I bring to the game and improve it. But it's always going to be in memory of our short quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, he I, he definitely defied the odds in terms of what a prototypical quarterback was. And, you know, you can go on and on and talk about whether he's in the same discussions as the greats in terms of the, oh, yeah. the John Elways, the Peyton Mannings, and, and just guys that played the same time frame that he played so, Tom Brady's and, of course, uh, you know, he may not be right there, but he may be that tier right below. And I don't know what number tier or what letter tier to give it, but I'm just saying he's he's going to be mentioned as one of the, the greats, man. 20 years down the road, I'm going to be arguing with my grandson and I'm going to be like, nah, you don't know about, you don't no know Drew about that Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. So shout out to uh, Drew Brees. Hell of a career, man. Uh, can't wait to see what he does next. But let's let's uh, double back to the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. I guess we're going to get back to them once we get to Green Bay and discuss mm -hmm. uh, Green Bay's game and see yeah. what we're going to um, have happen there. All right, man, let's move on. Bill's Mafia. Bill's man, Mafia. Man. Hey, they found another way to get it done. It was the wind that was the big factor. Yeah, up in that Tucker statement. was definitely. And speaking of Tucker, man, like I was, I was watching it on social media and everything. People turning on them, even some Ravens fans. And I'm like, as many games as this dude done saved y'all from with the, his boot, y'all over here want him to get it right with them winds just swirling at them speeds. Like, <laughs> come on, man! Like you are. You've never fucking kicked the ball in your life, and you're just thinking that it's, it's easy to angle that shit with that win. Impossible. He was, He's a dead-eye kicker. He have made it look easy yeah. for too long. Like, we yeah. just expect it. And it's just like, nah, that's that's work. It's just like, uh, what was the, the Alabama guy, like uh, Najee Harris, like when they, was, they caught him in the interview, just like, hey, yeah, you was doing it so effortlessly. Huh? I put in work. <laughs> <laughs> shit ain't easy. Yeah, it's not easy, man. So, you know, kind of with that said, man, uh, you know, I'll kind of go to the Ravens, man. Walk them out of here really quick. You know what I'm saying? So welcome. Welcome to the couch. Welcome to the couch. Virtual right here. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, have a seat here, Lamar. Uh, I want to talk to you. Listen, man, um, you've improved every year you've been in the league. Do not let the naysayers continue to tell you that you can't do this. You can't do that. Baltimore Ravens organization. You have a stud. Stick with him. Sometimes you may not win it till the seventh season, eighth season. But as long as he gets you there and you in the hunt and he continues to improve, you have to assess it that way. Everybody, like, we, we live in a damn microwave society where we want guys not to go through any struggle to ultimately get to where they need to get to. Look how, how long Peyton Manning, you just brought him up. Look how long yeah, the Colts stuck with Peyton Manning until he finally got him that elusive ring. And was that boy good? Yeah, he was. He damn sure was good. Did he throw a whole hell of a heap of interceptions the first two, three years? <laughs> Absolutely. 
but they stuck with him because they knew what he can do. Baltimore, I'm imploring you, stick with this young man. He's going to get it done. I, I trust and believe he's going to get better. He's gotten better at passing the ball. He's just too good of a talent. Eventually, he's going to have to pull back. You're going to have to pull back from that running. You know what I mean? Because I see it. I see it happening. But right now, he's just too goddamn dynamic on that side of the ball to take that away from him. You know, they were in the red zone, what, about five times yeah. inside of the 30? Oh, not the red zone, but inside of the 30, about five times, scored three points. That's unacceptable. You have to accept that, and you have to learn how to throw better, Lamar. I mean, I'm no, I've never been a quarterback. I played tackle football probably about two years out of my whole damn life. Got hit a few times. It was like, this ain't for me. Went back to hooping. <laughs> but I, I do I do love the game. <laughs> oh, light frame dude over here. Hey, man. You know, you got you to gotta cut your losses, man. You got to know what you're not good at and what you're good at. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, man, look, don't don't give up. Don't give up on this guy. He's I've watched him get better over the course of the last few years, and I think that uh, – you know, he just needs a little bit more help wide receiver-wise and just reading these plays. So I'll tell you what that bothers me about Lamar, and it's what the other quarterbacks I see have. Uh, they have that killer instinct. They wear it on their sleeve constantly. I don't know if Lamar has that. Like, you you know, you just seen Russell over there getting upset. You know, then he goes and his offseason, you see his offseason workouts, and he just, he just giving his all. He's saying he's going to come back. You done seen Pat Mahomes, you know, when he get frustrated. Hell, I think he was trying to come back in the game like yesterday, but we'll get to that. Uh, but same with Brady, Breeze, whatever. But, like, Lamar, like, it, it seems like he gets pissed off, but he's not pissed off with that. Hey, I'm going to drive this back to win mentality. And that's fine. That may be your personality, but you need to find something. You got to show these people you, you are the leader of the team as the quarterback. And then the way the fans and everybody else look at it is just the expression and stuff on your face. And it don't seem like you got that killer mentality right now. And that's why anybody will be backing away right now saying like, oh uh, yeah, he's getting us to the playoff. They'll have that doubt. Does he have what it takes to get us a little bit further? And I think that's all that's missing, man. So, if if you don't if you are that way already and already going that but, but you got to show a little bit more man so I don't know if you need to open up have somebody follow you around show them your workouts how you getting that grind constantly I mean like it took Cam Newton way too long to start showing that and that's what got everybody else back on the side Cam working you know what I mean that's what everybody was saying and he was hyping himself up you got to sell yourself a little bit too uh, if you want everybody to buy into you if not if it don't bother you and you just gonna keep working and the media you you find the weight go ahead but if you want them to back you up and all this stuff that's why i see that he gotta like uh open up and, and change a little bit because like i said russell wilson pat mahomes all these other great quarterbacks you see it when they pissed off hey but with that said you know that was a nice little speech that you had for him but lamar jackson and baltimore ravens fans sit y'all ass on this couch <laughs> bills mafia I feel like I got to do something like this. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love my man, Benny, but that Bill's Mafia song is trash. I hate it. But, uh, but hey, man. They got, these, they, they got their hype song. They got their hype song. They deserve, they deserve a hype song. They got one of the best rap uh, uh, teams out here, you know, in Griselda and, and all the things. They, I mean, speaking of Bills rap is hype song. Great. Speaking of rap hype song, somebody else said they about to release another uh, hype song for the Green and Yellow he just copied last oh, time. Are you excited no. about this? The Lil Wayne hype song that he's supposed to drop for Green Bay? Uh, it's already come out. It oh. came out. Oh, man. It came out. 
<laughs> ask me if I listen to it. Just ask me, please, did, please. Did, did Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Come on, man. Cheese, uh, damn cheesehead fan in, in your from Louisiana. Get the, come on, man. I'm just playing. You can be a fan of whoever. You can be a fan whatever. of whatever. I'm joking. I mean, that's rules. As long as you stay stay with them the whole time, not understand what he said. Yeah, Wayne Wayne's been improving. Uh, yeah, yeah. But was the song any good? I didn't listen to it. I'm okay. dead ass serious. I, I didn't listen to it. I saw and nobody's it. told me about it. So they told me about the Benny, and you said that was like, ah, okay. So I guess it got to be worse than the Benny. I saw it. There was another song on top of it that I want to listen to. I pressed that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so Bills Mafia, man, Josh Allen, Diggs, that defense, they found another way to win. It wasn't pretty. The win was crazy. So even the quarterbacks was off. Uh, but you know, Josh didn't look his best, but they still put up 24 and they move on to the AFC championship. Press um with Mahomes, you know, getting knocked out of this game. Bruh, it's these guys are clicking on all cylinders, and if if this if it's just a cold game up in Kansas City, and it, I'm right now with how this Bills team is playing, I may give them the edge if Patty is a little shaky, baky man. Because remember, before he got knocked out with that concussion, he was hobbling across that field. Like people keep talking about, is he coming back from the concussion? No, what you need to worry about is that damn pinky toe. All right, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to his pinky toe? That's what y'all need to be worrying about. And um, the def- the Chiefs defense, surprisingly, and we'll we'll get to them, they they stepped it up. Man, but they stepped you, it up. They, did they you were susceptible Ty- to the run. And they did you see Tyreek Hill after uh, Pat Mahomes went out and they was trying to get the ball other places and the way he acted up, pushing the coaches, like, nah, y'all going to give me the ball. It's other people on that team that want to fight and win, and, and they're going to – They stepped up big. One leader him, goes and Kelsey, like, him and Kelsey yeah. stepped up big. T- the two other biggest stars on that offense showed and proved, you know what I mean? So that that was bigger than a step – Step up, man. You so know? that tells me along with uh Andy Reid's like like his miracle mind that he got like coming up with these plays and still finding ways to get it to these still people. Got man. Love for Coach Reed, man. Uh, you yeah. should you should. He kept y'all in the NFC championship. Uh but yeah, man, like I, I, I think it's gonna come down to coaching and then when it comes to the Bills, I think it's just gonna be the inexperience of being here. I mean, man, they riding high, they partying right now. Well, I think Kansas City is watching tape. <laughs> and I feel like, uh, yeah, they can't have the happy to be here approach. You, you definitely cannot because when you are playing a champion that was so close on the verge of losing that game because Cleveland had all the momentum in that game. Shout out to them again. Another thing that kind of happened, like you had Mahomes go out, but you also had Miles Garrett. He wasn't playing no. the latter part of that game. You know, so it was a lot of little things in there. You mean... Uh, Landry could only do so much. The run game didn't really get going until the second half. And shot, like I get said, shout out to the Chiefs uh, defense for playing well. But, uh, you know, I just don't know if the Bills are going to be able to win, even though they're looking better right now. As as of right now, they they look the part. But I, if Mahomes is 90, 85%, and all he got to do is just go back there and pick apart that defense. I have no doubt that he'll be able to pull it off, man. That's half a Billy right there, bro. Half a Billy. <laughs> half a Billy. Like, man, follow the money. They're going to make sure he get up in that. And then, like, he 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 definitely still had that fight. Man, I'm like, that happened to me, and I know I got half a Billy coming. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit down here. Here's the thing. Down. They can keep up in a shootout, the Bills. They can keep up in an ugly game. However do you want it, man. Like, they can get they can give it to you. 
And they got a, they have, in my opinion, a better defense. I got a question for you. Do you give Baker Mayfield respect now? I give him respect, but it's uh, it's probably at the midway mark. Reason being is he had a chance to go win that game. Yep, and that's what that's what killed it for me. That's what I'm gonna linger on. It was just like that team is still Chubb and Kareem Hunt because the fight they had up there, and like when they was chugging for those last couple yards to keep getting those. They were dragging defenders with them. Yeah, they was they was all about it. Where I mean. And I know we Baker. all over the place. I know we all over the place, but we excited here, yeah, man. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that uh But Baker just didn't uh do it for me. And uh it was but Josh Allen, I know we're gonna jump around now. That's another newcomer to the game into it, and now he's carrying his team into it. He was a little bit more focused. I would I would I say if the, I had to rank him right now, I would put him as the next coming up quarterback over Baker Mayfield. I still just think Baker Mayfield's average. I still like think if they had a chance to upgrade and replace him, I think that would elevate that team but a I lot think more. I don't, this, I don't have this, faith in Baker. I think this run though bought him some more time. It oh. bought him at least a year or two of them to still look at it because you think if they come back next year and um they're still pro- they're double digit wins because you gotta think Pittsburgh is gonna go down, Cincinnati it's still going to be Cincinnati because their quarterback isn't going to be fully healthy till probably about no late November, early December. If he even comes back, uh, Burroughs, the dude's a beast. Oh shit, <laughs> he, he on another level. <laughs> He's hungry. He want it. Okay, okay. Burroughs already back in the facility. Okay, and, and you know they they're gonna have and they got a pretty high draft pick too. And shit, they already had some promising young receivers, and you know what they're going after that old line on the receiving game. But anyway, uh, I digress. I think Baker and that team as currently constructed has a chance to do the same thing next year. It's just the difference between him and you made uh, with Josh Allen is the leap. Josh Allen made a gigantic leap in terms of what he can do from last year. And Baker Mayfield's was just, you know, one or two steps. It wasn't enough to wow you, but it definitely wasn't enough to lose his job. No. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, and the only reason he didn't catapult his name to what he's getting in endorsements and all the notoriety and all of the fanfare from media pundits is when it, when you had two chances to get it done and to tie that game up or take the lead or get two points, you didn't do it. You didn't, do it. You didn't implore the coach. Like if the coach, if the coaching staff believed in him, that two point conversion and when they should have went for it, they would have put the ball in his hands. If he's mm. another quarterback, right? Yo, I, I hate that out of bounds call, bro, because it came back to haunt them. Like, yeah, that, do you feel like that's something that needs to be addressed or you don't really care about Hell it? Hell yeah. You know how many uh, Derek Carter lost on those <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I, I get tired of that damn call, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah change man. that. Yeah, I think yeah, it's antiquated as hell. Yeah. Like, you you did nothing as the defense no. to get that turnover. If anything, it should just be a penalty. Like, that's like one of the biggest penalties in the game. Like And you just lose the ball. You lost the ball. It goes to the other team. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't I can't make sense of it, man. But lo and behold, man, in playoffs game playoff games, it'd be stuff that's that that minuscule that'll get you uh either a win or a loss. And ultimately, you know, they didn't have enough to do it in the end. Uh I don't know if Odell Beckham is coming back, but uh they weren't playing so well with him. So I don't know if another year uh in the system together is gonna help them with Landry, but it looks like people are saying Baker looked better with just having one target to focus on, but uh, you know, I tend to I'd rather have all my all my <laughs> weapons than to not have all the weapons and figure it out. 
I, I, I think Odell just move on. I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, if I'm if I'm them, I would want him back. But as for Odell's sake, man, it's time. Like it, it didn't work out like you wanted to work out. They they seem to be doing better without you. It's like that Jeremy Shockey the deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was part of the Giants and everything. But like when he went down into the Saints is what he really like champions and stuff like this. So I think that's what it is. Just just move on, Odell. Uh, if if it's allowed, is he still on a contract or whatever? Yeah, he is. So they'd, they'd have they'd to trade, trade him. him. Yeah, I mean, so try they, try the Bears or something, man. <laughs> yeah, somebody, man. But uh, who else we got up next, man? Uh, we we didn't talk about the Green Bay game, but we can talk about that real quick. It was real one sided. Yeah, real. Uh, the Rams need some offense, uh, offensive help. Uh, golf, man, like. <laughs> Sometimes he look good, but most of the time he don't. And and when you're going against these elite quarterbacks, you're you're not that. I think they they need something else. I mean, it was and the coach it already was definitely Todd Gurley that carried them on that last run that they had, and we that was run game. And uh, they gave Golf that money, and I don't think he's he's it. He's good enough to constantly get y'all in the playoffs, but I don't think he's gonna get y'all back to the to coach the already game. came out and said he's the guy heading into next year. So. Uh, you know, I think just like much like the Philadelphia Eagles, you paid this young quarterback all that money. You're going to say, OK, 2020, that was a you know, that was a wash as far as you had a bad year. Let's work with you this next year because we gave you this money. But you you F up again. We're going to figure out a way to eat this contract is going to be what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think if these guys him and Wentz, because, you know, they were in the same draft. Yeah, I think that they're under the same microscope. Yeah, they, they fuck both up. trash. They mess up. Yeah, they mess up again. <laughs> they're, they're gone, man. But uh, but let's let's move on to the championship round. Okay, who you got? Let's uh, so let's, let's talk Bay. about it. Let's talk about it. Then we give the people. Let's let's build okay. them up. Okay. Then then give it to them. Let's keep them listening. So let's start with the NFC because uh, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay, both the Bays. And Both the bays, one's coming from the sun, or one is living in the snow, and that's where they got to go travel to. Yeah, so that game, you know, I, I haven't even checked the forecast or what it's gonna be. It's gonna be cold, <laughs> but I know Lambeau Field is it's one of those those places you don't want to play in January, and and it's for a reason, man. So Aaron Rodgers is making the game look so effortless. Devontae Adams is talking his shit to Rams. He said, "Hey, hey, come on, follow me, follow me across the field." <laughs> Follow me across the field. I'm the best man doing this. And he proved it, man. He proved it. He made every damn cornerback this year look like they were pure trash. And those guys, it doesn't matter. Like, that's his one guy. Then the other guys make timely catches in terms of uh, Aaron Rodgers' other. Scanling. Scanling. Um, um, they're tight in. They're tight in. They get timely runs when they need to get it because the yeah, holes are, Jones. are right there the entire time. So, I think this this offense is clicking on all cylinders, and again, their their defense isn't nothing to really uh, rave about. But they're middle of the pack. Yeah, you see what I did there? The middle. Of, anyway, yeah, my podcasting skills are just getting great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on the flip side, you know, I look at it like that. It's just so easy. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, like. They're up and down all year. Like they they can get blown out. They can blow you out. They have blown out the Packers, but I think that was an anomaly. Just how the uh, Saints blew their asses out prior, you know, prior yeah. to this. So I just think in this shortened season, 
their defense has been up and down. However, I really feel like that Tom Brady is going to be the reason why they lose this game. And the reason being is they have not put together a whole uh, whole game in terms of where you said, ooh, this offense is buzzing for the, for the entire game. And the defense is susceptible to if they get down, then, you know, it, it's a wrap. Yeah. And I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to get out there and pick those guys apart because as good as they are flying around that, that football, I just don't think they have one cornerback whatsoever that can remotely hang with Devontae okay. Adams. And then if they try to double him, you, you're playing a quarterback that is going to pick you apart. So somebody unnamed right now is going to have the game of their lifetime because if you are successful, which I don't think you are because that – that coaching staff is just too brilliant at moving him around. So that's really why you can't double him. So with that said, man, I'm going to have to pick in this this I don't even think we've had a Tom Brady and, and um Aaron Rodgers game that I could remember that was really worth talking about, you know. But this one is gonna be it. I think this the one that uh, you know, does it and it's gonna be the one that's gonna be talked about. Can I, Aaron Rodgers Retire Tom Brady. Everybody's been trying to do it all year. Can the pack retire Brady? We're gonna see it here. We're gonna see it here. I got. I got. I'm gonna go with the pack. I'll, I'll let you give your take on on what you think. So, happen. I, 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 so you know, Aaron Rodgers upset that he wasn't where he needed to be last year. All that going into it, the way they disrespecting him and got that other quarterback behind him. He got a lot more to fight for. He want his name etched in that stone as one of the greats too. And to beat uh, to See? be the great, you got to be the great. And yeah. I think that's what he's gonna. You hear gonna what Prez is saying, Carson Wentz? If you're watching, <laughs> and go ahead and draft somebody else. You ball out. Sit his ass back on that on that couch. <laughs> Sit his ass back on that couch. But continue on. Continue. Yeah. On. Uh, so. And, and like you said, if they they, they manage to stop De, Devontae, that ain't the person that they should be worried about. It's not isolating that one weapon. It's isolating that quarterback. And lo and behold, like we ain't even seen the other quarterback they didn't drafted and worked with all this year. So he could come out there and pull a henny <laughs> on them. Like if they do manage to stop Rodgers, like that'll be the, that, that'll show enough be some shh. <laughs> if that's how he end up losing it. But I, I think the main person they got to worry about is, is uh, Rogers, man. It's not Devontae. Yeah. He can come out there and just light it up on you, man. He, he got those other receivers and he has that, that drive, that leadership that will push. And, you know, he will get in the face of those guys and like, no, you're going to, you're going to go out there and you better run this route. You better run it. <laughs> both, both great quarterbacks. <laughs> you never feel like you out of a game whatsoever. And I don't think Tom Brady's going to put, his team in a position to lose this game. So unless the defense, like the defense is going to be the main thing. I think the uh, Green Bay defense will be sturdy. They, they will do what they need to do because of the arm strength. Also, Antonio Brown, I don't know if you noticed, he was injured in this game. Now, he he finished it out, but he didn't have like a great game numbers-wise. But that, that's just another guy that went down. But they got weapons on top of weapons yeah, yeah. on top of weapons. They still so. got Godwins. They got Mike Evans. Right. I think Sue is gonna do something dirty in this game. Like, I, could, I could just picture Sue just like just like get doing something. He's gonna try to. I've been waiting for Mike Evans. This that's one guy that I've been looking at. Like they, they Mike Evans has him. suffered the most this season playing with Tom Brady because Tom Brady has always 
giving the ball out to whoever is open. He doesn't play favorites, and that's Tom Brady. What you going to go say to Tom Brady? Give me the goddamn ball? Yeah. yeah, once you earn his respect. But here's the thing, man. I've been waiting on him to have a big game. Brother, it's on you. It's, it's on you to get open and to rival Devontae because that boy feeling like he can't be stopped. You have to do the same. He has to do the same to keep them within striking distance. All you need to do if you're Tampa Bay is to be within one score going into the fourth quarter. That's why you have Tom Brady. And I think Tom Brady, given the circumstances, however it go, he'll at least give you a shot. I'm still picking the Packers, though. I'm still picking the Packers. If they're down by one score, I still say the Packers come out and do that. So next game, we got Kansas City versus the Bills, and they got to come to Kansas City, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, this is where I don't have to wait for the – on this one, man, I, I would have said Kansas City all day, uh, but I'm going to have to wait and see what's going to happen with Mahomes. What, what the tape is going to tell on Mahomes. Like, is he going to be ready? Is he going to clear protocols? All this stuff, like, because sometimes those concussions can go into, like, two weeks, but they're not going to let it go for two weeks. He's he definitely going to get clear from that. But how is that injury that you're talking about that he suffered on, on the, toe. the toe and everything? Yeah, on the toe. How is that going to yeah. do? Yeah, and, so. and would that limit him and put him in the box? And, like, now he's not as deadly. I mean, he's still deadly. Duke can still throw the ball, but, I mean, he's he, – Yeah, in the game, that, he that was still – they were still running them, and I think they'll t- kind of take some caution to do that, and then it'll be on – uh was Belair? I can't say it. Uh, Hilaire. I Edwards. thought he injured. No, he was. Wasn't he playing? Uh, in I the thought game? Bell and, Bell and uh, 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 Williams. Well, Williams. Sorry, Williams. Williams and Bell are gonna have to like actually run the ball because if you notice throughout the last couple of weeks, like they already get too much work this season. Like Bell touched the ball like ten times last game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The last game that they played. So. What I'm saying is, like, you're going to have to trust those guys to be the bell cows. And if he does come back to play, because you can't chance getting him injured, man. Um, and obviously, you know, he got injured on, like, a fluke play, too. Like, it wasn't even. He didn't even, really get no. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like even no contact. He, like, he got him and, like, drug him down. It was like, it wasn't a typical play that you can see where it's like, oh, he went helmet to helmet or elbow hit the helmet and just, like, laid him out. It was like he wrapped him up, but he grabbed his neck. And yeah. like that kind of, it was a weird one. And yeah. but and then the I, way he I was got so, a wobbling. He he definitely yeah yeah that's that was scary. But the, I was talking about the toe injury. The toe injury was like not too much contact either. So mm-hmm. it's kind of one of them weird days. You know what I mean? But if he's there and he's healthy enough to play, I got the Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl. So I got the Packers and the Chiefs, man. Packers yeah. and Chiefs. Packers and Chiefs. That's the only way. If Mahomes don't play. Then, uh, yeah, then I got Bills Mafia, you are going back to your first Super Bowl since the Jim Kelly era, and I hats off to y'all because I, I think it'll be a runaway game. Ain't no way anything is possible going to come back and, and have any type of success uh, against that Bills defense. Nah, nah, not that Bills defense. Nah, not being a 13-year journeyman and not playing since 08 or whatever it was. <laughs> the Browns, yes. The Bills, yeah, nah. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, so that that's our NFL takes. Let us know if you agree with them. Uh, like and subscribe and all that other, you know, YouTube things that we got to say. If you're watching us in YouTube land, if you're following, if you're watching this and li- well, watching this, if you're listening on audio, give us some stars or go rate us, go leave a comment. You know, that'll drive us up the ratings a lot more. I know you want us to be a lot higher than whatever, wherever we're at, yeah, you know, show, we, show some love, show yeah, some love. Put That's us on the top 10 charts. <laughs> you know what I mean? All but right. Let's, so let's get in. Let's get in this music, man.
Sure. Go ahead, man. Uh, you started off, man. You had a few uh, hard hitters, uh, some good stuff as far as rap, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Nick Caution. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is, but he's uh, with Joey. Joey Badass. Joey Badass. Uh, Pro, Pro Era. Era. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Beast Coast. That group they had yep, together. Yep. He's part of that portion, too. He dropped one. And solid, solid album, man. Solid, solid release for him. It was like it didn't get big acclaim, like it was like a big push that I thought it was, like it should. But uh, I mean, they, they are a solid group, man. And you know that they known for their little like cipher type rap styles. Like that's the way they rap and everything. So uh, I, I look forward to these every time it drops. So the first song I heard off here was. Uh, Bad Day with Denzel Curry. Uh, that was like a single that popped up on mine. And I just hit like, man, I seen that. I was like, oh, he got something coming out. I was like, okay, then. Uh, I didn't know it was going to drop last week, but I just had it on my list to just all automatically download. So I was shocked when I woke up on Friday. I was like, okay, well, let's, let's get into this. So uh, the Denzel Curry, man, uh, that one, <laughs> he's always coming with that hype, that, that almost rock mosh pit type yeah, rap yeah. with it in it but uh they was able to maintain that on on that song that same vibe nick caution was on there with him there's a couple other songs on there that i thought he really stood out on it was called uh how you live it and that was with joey badass on there he ended with uh because every hard line keep adding to the kill street uh <laughs> good way to end it uh on his final bar on there just saying he, he talked a lot about how he's not getting a claim like he was that a couple of the songs was dealing with that like uh, dirt on my name and stuff like this how anybody else can come out with little whatever and they're gonna get a, a good push and get one good song but they ain't respecting the lyrics and uh the the underground rap you know what i mean the true lyricism of rap and that's what he constantly push out when is it gonna be his time to like shine and then there was another one session 47 and then kids that wish uh, or the standout tracks on that album for me. I'm still listening to it. I had I listened to it, I think, twice now. It's good. I know it's not going to be for everybody. Uh, like I said, some of the stuff people going to like quit whining about that. Just go ahead and put out good music. Once you get your hit, it's gonna it's gonna pick up, and that's how your name get out. Well, there. you may be a journeyman, and you may forever never be the most pretty name at the party or the most popular, but. If you are able to make a living off this, and I don't know, I haven't heard a lot of your music, Nick Caution, but what I will say is if Prez is vouching for you, your music got to be good. Yeah. So continue to do what you do, man. Don't try to be the belle of the ball. Just put out solid music, and you got a fan in Prez, and eventually I'm going to go uh, check it out, especially during this times when it's slow music-wise. Yeah. This is where I pick up on artists that I haven't been paying attention to. So I'll check them out. Sounds like a... Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a good release. I mean, but it's 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 straight that lyrical uh, cypher type rap yeah. that you're gonna uh, if if that's what you're into, you you'll like this album. Uh, and like I said, for for people like that man, we got the Wiley's, you got the Russes and stuff like that. Always complaining that they ain't gonna get the so hmm. sometimes sometimes you're gonna be interesting. A, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we'll get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you're not gonna get that elite acclaim man are you comfortable where you standing at or what you putting out like do, do you love the music or do you love what the music brings and that's what you got to figure out within yourself on this like when you start questioning that stuff do you love what you're doing or do you love the money that it brings because if you're chasing the wrong thing you, you're gonna lose out but if you're doing it for the love and how you can continue to live feed your family off something that you you enjoy getting up every day to do then you're going to be fine. Mm. 
But the minute you lose that love and it just comes about that money, you're going to lose your sound and you're going to lose your fans on that portion. Just remember that. Yep, yep. Then the other one I listened to was, uh, this was an old one. Like, I don't know how I missed this, but it came up, an EP up in there. It was Katori Walker. Uh, it was Idols, and this was released back in October. Okay. And it's like five songs on this, like, EP that he was dropping. And it was like, as, as the title says, Idols. So he was naming the people that have kind of influenced him and kind of mimicked them on the track and, like, highlighting it. Uh, he had one that was, like, K-Dot. He got one song, Curtis, 50 Cent. And then you had one that was uh, Jermaine, uh, which was which J. J. Cole. Cole. And then you had the final one that I thought, like, was the the better one. Not not to say that all the other ones, like, was horrible. Like, nah. The K-Dot, the Mini Men, uh, the, the, so the, the K-Dot went into Curtis, the 50 Cent Jackson, was real good. And then you had... The uh, higher hopes, and that was like the Mr. West song. I let you listen at that song too. Yeah. I, I sent that to you like right away because it had like a say you will type beat to it, and the stuff that he was saying in, in his lyrics on here just harping back to that old school Kanye. He loves both portions of the game type of deal, you know. You, you love the spoils of it, you love the ignorance, but you you hate what the spoils and the ignorance does to you. It's like a gift and a curse. Yeah. You know, like kind of how Kanye was, you know, kind of saying I got a problem with spending before I get it. We all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. Like a lot of those things that Kanye was saying in um, the first two albums, College Dropout and Late Registration, he was kind of hearkening back to that. And then also, uh, as you let me hear on that, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was a third verse or maybe it was just straight through uh, rapping, but he was yeah, just, was just basically, verse. yeah, he was just basically uh, saying in it that like, you know, we support the movement, whatever it Black may Lives be, Matter Black Lives whatever. Matter, or just, you know, um, getting Blacks to be viewed as humans in uh, America. Well, shit, we can just go worldwide with that. However, in our music, we go back and say, kill a motherfucker, shoot a motherfucker, and we both like that type <laughs> of music as well. So we just had an episode, the last episode, just basically talking about the hypocrisy of it all. And we as a people probably got to do better with that. But, you know, we that's a long, deep dive. And he spoke on it, but it's a loaded, it's a loaded question. It's a loaded line because, yeah, people speak to it. But are we going to stop making movies and talk about killing? Are we going to stop making movies? Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of different places you could go there. So I don't think you could put the weight of that on rap music and say stop because now you got to go to the movies. You got to go to all these and, things. And I think it comes down to just like as intellectual, like can you be the, can you separate what one portion is as art from the other portion is that's like uplifting. And I, I think you can at a, at a certain point, but just you not have celebrated. to be, you have to be more potent with your message. And yeah. You just, it's just not celebrated. And I don't know if I have the answer for him on that. We probably yet never will yeah. get it celebrated. But it's, it was, like I said, great message in the song on there. And it was just just like the way he gave back to, to his influences in rap and stuff like this. I really like that that EP. But that was one of the two things I, I really listened to. I would say definitely go check that out. Uh, the Katori Walker, too, he, has, he released uh, some videos on YouTube. Also look those up. And it was, like, called Car Sessions. So he does, like, a little mini video to, uh -huh. like, several of these songs, too. Okay. And uh, I think... 
specifically the one about Mr. West, it's like a guy gets shot and he's like riding in a car trying to patch him up and then he end up dying before. Like, just go check that out. The visuals definitely open, like, they go with the song as well. And I think that was pretty cool that he did. Very, very, like, low budget, like riding in the car. That's what we call it, like car sessions. And then it's pretty good. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, you got anybody else you was listening to? Uh, that was it for this weekend, man. Uh, <laughs> as far as hip hop coming, I think I, I called you and I said, I think Drake got the whole whole game. Like, <laughs> Drake said he was going to drop like two months ago. And he said like, hey, beginning of 2021, I don't drop. And this seems like everybody that kind of backed away from this beginning of January. They thought that meant that he's dropping in January. Yeah, and and yeah. <laughs> I think after he released about two weeks later, we're going to start getting a flood of music. Yeah, because I think the industry typically doesn't open up until like around the second week, to be honest with you, uh, as far as music as we've seen over the course of the years. But it may be Drake Factor. It may May not, but uh, I'm I'm cool with this time to be able to catch up and get get acclimated with some old some older artists or some drops that I may have missed in the past. And um, some of those people, man, uh, well, these are new drops that I got. So the first one I was put on to two of them, I think, by uh, See the Thing Is podcast and then Joe Buttons podcast. So okay. they play sleepers and they play like music throughout the podcast and they're like, Oh, they'll put, they'll play one song. So I often, sometimes I'll check it out. Sometimes I won't. But, uh, in this particular time, it was a guy named Mac Ayers, uh, magic eight ball. And I did all R and B this week. So that was it for me. Uh, no rap for me. So, uh, Mac Ayers, magic eight ball, really dope. Uh, it's like a, I would probably say it's a, a EP. Um, it's not pretty long. I think it's like nine tracks. Um, but yeah, man, that that was really smooth uh, R and B joint. Division came back out with a uh, a deluxe, but four new bangers on there. Amusing her feelings, uh, blessings. Like when blessings came on, I know that was one of the singles that uh, dropped uh, randomly. But man, that it, shit just sounds amazing, man. Then they got one with Miguel on there called he said it, it, this they second deluxe though right it's the deluxe of the deluxe right uh, no 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 this, i think this is the only deluxe unless i missed it i thought for sure they dropped like again or it was like a did they do like a chop and screw yeah they like, did a chop second, and, yeah it yeah, was something else time they, they're going back to the yeah album, it was something yeah it was something else um but you know it's called amusing her feelings the first one was amused in her feelings so you see the play on words there uh but yeah so those four tracks man in and out so and then eric bellinger dropped something as well yeah. called genius i haven't fully gotten through that but i like what i'm listening to so far and i like his rollout man he's he's dropping like a, i like when he's featured on a couple songs but i tell you the truth you don't like Aaron Bellinger. i like haven't that? really liked none of his albums oh, like that. i ain't jamming in none of his albums okay. like that yeah, okay for, yeah for but i'm mean, I, I listened to about three songs off of it so i'm halfway through i think it's five track ep but i was like okay let me check it out because i do because he drops often enough to where you can be like, all right, I'm not going to check for this. I'll check for the next one. But I had time this week. So I'm like, okay, okay. he's actually getting better at the music part of this whole thing and not just the features because I felt the same way for a long time. But I recommend you guys get into it. I'm three tracks in, so don't hold me to it, right? And then last but not least, I got a – I think her name is Asian. It's A-S-A – A-S-I-A. I can't even spell H-N, and it's called The Interlude. Oh, man, I was pleasant. This is another put on uh, that I got from Joe Bunn's podcast. Uh, man, the interlude, drunk and messed up. Like, they just sounded good, man. I know some of you 20-something ladies out there, even early 30s, you, you, you're going you're gonna to like her for real, for real. And uh, I'm not sure what she got coming ahead, but she sounds super-duper polished, man. And uh, 
I enjoyed it. So, you know, every every now and then, you know, I'm up here just editing and, and getting my thoughts together. So I need some stuff to slow it down and not be on the rapidly rap shoot them up, bang, bang shit. So those are four projects you guys should check out. You can always be up for that, man. What, what are you talking about, man? No, no. It's always <laughs> time for that. <laughs> That's it. I wasn't up for Hip-hop the lyrics. Hip-hop is life. Yeah, yeah, it, is. it definitely is. But, so you know, I just needed a break. I was I was hip-hopped out. We had the hip-hop awards. and we were. It was, it was a lot the last couple weeks, man. Oh, yeah, man. Didn't uh, Alfredo win a Grammy? Oh, uh, no, nah, no. Nah. It didn't win? No, I, the Grammys came off? I think so, bro. I don't uh, care. Uh, anyway. Cares? I think it did though. Anyway, man, <laughs> it should, it should, man. That that was the best album in my opinion, rap album. But I think that's all we got for music, and I believe that's all we have. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no, 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 no. We need we do to this touch. every. We, we do this every we week. I'd be like, that's it. That's all we got. And then you we got to touch. Uh, well, that's, that's cool. It. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. It is what it is. All right, then. All right, right, then. I guess that is it. We just lost the video, people, if y'all don't know. So, hey, he's completely right. We'll come back (laughs) with the other talks. We may be a week late next week, but we got some other stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, Lil Flip out here, just he's giving himself titles that... Do you think he deserved these titles? That's what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to hit that early in our, our discussion. Just to let y'all know that's what we're going to come back to. And, and, and do yourself a favor. Go ahead and just Google Lil Flip so you'll know where we're going with this. We're going to have a, a good discussion on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're going to come back with some Lil Flip commentary. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hilarious. Oh, man. All right. And with that, we out. Uh, we out. Peace. Don't sleep on the couch. I'm Mr. Prez. And I'm Cash. All right. Catch y'all. <laughs>